You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well met, fellow adventurers. There's a temporary gap going on while we wait for that, 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 that lady in Trithic to find more of those green stone fragments. And while that was going on, I remembered a little something which we haven't done yet. Where we have to climb Lilith's Mountain. What? Which is in... Let me just check. It's in southwest Tulsa. In... Wait. Southwest Tulsa... Is it in the Heart Hills? Yeah, it's in the Heart Hills. Southwest Tulsa, in Heart Hills, is the nearest mountains. Mountain. This is another one of those player statue locations. But this is one of this is probably the most developed one in regards to the amount of stuff that you can actually do do there. Rising out of the thickly forested hills to the north and east of Hawklaw is the towering jagged tor known as Lilith's Mountain. A steep stony track winds its way up the side of the prominent pinnacle, ending at the foot of the summit, atop of which towers the magnificent monument of the tor's namesake, Lilith. An adventurer whose bold exploits have, have forever enshrined her an illustrious legacy in the lore of the North Broadlands. Well, let's climb to the summit of the Tor. The climb to the summit of Lilith Mountain is no simple feat. The narrow, winding track that clings to the edge of the Tor's stony face has crumpled away in places making the track a treacherous traversal for those unfamiliar with its twists and turns. Many an adventurer, after first laying eyes upon the path to the summit, had thought better of attempting the perilous endeavour. Well, 
attempt to climb to the summit anyway. The top of a high hill, you pass beneath an ornate wooden arch, engraved with the likeness of the famed Eventualif, and begin to make your way up the steep, winding track that leads to the Tor's distant summit. Taking care with every step, you begin your climb along the stony track, moving ever closer to the Tor summit and your monument that crowns the jagged peak. You reach a point where the surface of the stony track particularly loose, making it difficult to maintain your footing as you struggle to h- climb higher along the path. More than once, you slip dangerously close to the edge as you struggle to continue up the treacherous glade. Grade, grade, not glade, grade. Continue up the stony track. The stones beneath your feet shift and slide as you endeavour to keep your balance and climb higher along the track. Picking a number, bonus of 51, 20 for agility, 21 for woodsmanship, 10 from luck. Got to get 60 or more, or have a, or presumably stumble and scuff my knees. That will be bad. Pick now. 134 success. After several slips and stumbles, you manage to successfully transverse the loose ground and make your way to a more, to more stable portion of the steep path. Moving carefully, you continue your climb along the stony track, winding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jacket peak. The sharp bend in the track, you reach a spot when you when the way forward is blocked by a massive boulder that appears to have fallen recently into the path. To proceed, you have to climb over the boulder. Course of action which presents no small degree of danger. A single slip while scaling the monstrous rock could send you plummeting off the tour. So. I could attempt to climb past the boulder or abandon the climb and descend. No, I've gone too far now. I must go forward. Sunk cost fallacy for the win. Carefully, selecting the nooks and crevices into which you wedge your feet and hands, you attempt to climb past the massive boulder blocking your path. Well, at least this boulder has nooks and crevices. I mean, we'd be in a bit more of a sticky situation if it was entirely smooth and possibly slicky, possibly slick and slippery and probably has some sort of slimy mould growing on it. Yeah, then it'd be more difficult and we'd have to use our magical powers. Right, picking a number. Bonus, 61. 20 from agility, 20 from body, and 21 from woodsmanship. Got to get 60, so I literally can not fail. It is impossible for me to fail this check. 
If I've done this a lot earlier, failure would just be very unlikely. And if I had a less optimally rolled character, failure would be a distinct possibility, but for Zoop and for most advanced characters, failure is literally not an option. Not not rhetorically speaking, wherein failure failure has such high costs we dare not consider it, as in it's more like failure is something that cannot happen. So only pick now. 85. Unsurprisingly, I'm successful. You nimbly scale the boulder and drop down onto the path on the opposite side of the massive rock. Taking care with every step, you continue to climb along the stony track, winding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jagged peak. You reach a place along the track where you pause to gaze out across the vast, colourful landscape spread out below. Looking up, you estimate you are perhaps halfway to the top of the tour. Even now, you can see parts of the towering monument that stretches into the fathomless sky at the pinnacle summit. Well, onwards! Continue up the stony track. Proceeding with great care, you continue to climb along the stony track, riding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jagged peak. You're at a spot where a broad portion of the path ahead has crumpled away, leaving a yawning gap in the treacherous track. A wickety wooden bridge in an advanced state of disrepair spans the opening. The prospect of attempting to cross the bridge is not an inviting one. Glazing over the edge of the track, you realise a fall from this height would certainly prove faithful prove fatal or it would if this place wasn't magic so I've got three options now I can use restoration to fix the bridge because apparently restoration works on bridges as well which is convenient or I could just attempt to cross the bridge or I could abandon the climb and descent. No, not doing the last. I'm going to attempt to cross the bridge. Just because uh, reasons. Attempt to cross the bridge. Doing your best to put the dilapidated condition of the bridge out of mind. You carefully begin to make your way across the rickety span. The dizzying heights to which you've ascended. Quite unsettling when viewed for the sizeable gaps in the bridge's wooden planks make you question the wisdom of attempting such a perilous crossing. Now, picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from agility. 20 from fee 3. And 10 from luck. I've got to get 60 or more or fall to my doom. Pick now. 137 success. As you reach the far side of the bridge and again step onto the stony track, 
The entire rickety span groans and shudders. Despite the unsettling nature of the sounds, the bridge remains intact. Proceeding with great care, you continue to climb along the stony track, binding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jagged peaks. You pass along a broad section of the steep path winding its way up the tour, and spot a short verse engraved on the pinnacle sheer exposed stone. Well, might as well look at, the, look at this engraved verse. The engraved verse, some of which is almost entirely eroded away, is still readable. Tally's was here. Of course he was. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. And he's collected all the best, the best treasures, and he put them in his trading post. We're just, we're, all, all those other adventures, we're just getting all the adventures that he hasn't done yet. Uh, yes. And getting all, all the treasures that he thought, ugh, oh dear. I can't. I, oh, I don't have room in my inventory for these weapons. Yes, yes, I mean my inventory is filled with thirty MR swords and and an equipment that boosts boosts your stats by forty or more. I can't pick up this twenty-five MR blade. No, sorry, wound skim. Not even bothering. Not going to keep that. Not going to keep that. You go. You. You go try with someone else. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, tallies. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. And apparently he likes to write his name. We should probably start we should probably start writing our name in random places too. You know, so in a generation or two when the next adventurers come round, they can go look! Soup was here! Ooh! Of course he's been here. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. And now he has his own trading post. Right next to Tally's. Yeah, it's like a sort of friendly rivalry thing going on. You pass along a broad section of the steep path, winding it. Oh, yeah. We're back where we were. Okay. Examine the verse again. Tallies were still here. Continue up the stony track. Moving cautiously, you continue your climb along the stony track, riding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jagged peak. You reach a spot where the dark, gaping moor, the cave opens into the steep track. The stench of, of a cave opens onto the steep track. The stench of decay wafts out of the cave. Well, if there's one, if there's two, one thing an adventurer can't resist, it's a squirreling portal, portal to who knows where. If there's two things an adventurer can't resist, it's a squirreling portal to who knows where and shiny things, but if there are three things an adventurer can't resist, it's a swirling portal to who knows where, shiny things, 
and, and caves that will obviously try to kill you. So obviously, I'm going to enter the cave. You're standing in a roughly, roughly circular interior of the small cave. The cave is less spacious than its gaping mouth seems to indicate, and the air is filled with the overpowering stench of decay. At first glance, the uninviting chamber appears to be empty. Well, first glances are often deceptive. Well, let's search the cave. A thorough search of the cave, during which you do your best to avoid inhaling the foul air, turns up an interesting collection of objects heaped in the far corner. Picking through the pile, you begin carefully separating the items from the debris in which they're inclined. He's going, is, is, is that still alive? I think it moved. Ew, ew. Ooh, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Oh, why don't we live in a, in a place where wet wipes have been invented yet? Uh, okay, okay, water elementals. Okay, okay, I'm summoning a water elemental. There, now, okay, now. Uh, blast it, blast it, blast it with lots of water. Can you, can you do soap? Can, can you do soap? Water elementals, can you do soap? Blast it, blast it. Uh, you probably need to tea. What? What? How would you make soap? Hmm. Well, let's. Maybe you probably need a water elemental, an earth elemental, and probably an air elemental so you get a nice bubbly foam. Okay, summoning three elementals. K. Make bubbly soap. Blast the stuff. Oh, oh now it's wet. Alright, summoning a fire elemental now. Okay, fire elemental, try this stuff off. Okay, okay, now. Okay, you can go, go back to wherever it is you go. Alright, there. Yeah. Mr. Debris, discover the following. Oh, a plate. A plate breastplate. Oh, chain sleeves. Yeah, some pretty valuable equipment. And 12 gold, because as I've just said, adventurers cannot resist shiny things. When you've finished, you complete your examination of the chamber, but discover nothing else of any particular interest. Suddenly, an ominous scraping sound fills the chamber, and you spin around to see a massive rock spine scuttling down off the wall. The fearsome bear-sized muaridopod, its armoured husk and dozens of spiny legs perfectly camouflaging it within the cave interior, surges towards you, its deadly mandible snapping wildly. There's a lore link to Rockspine. We did read it before when we read all the lore books, but that was a while ago, Rockspine. These large, bear-sized muaridopods generally assume the colour of any rock surface to which they cling, making it nearly impossible for them to be detected until they move to attack their unwary prey. Rock spines are so named due to the sharp ridges that line the top of their multi-sectioned armoured torsos. Armed with a set of powerful jaws and deadly mandibles, 
these ravenous, many-legged horrors lurk in caves and other dark places where they wait in ambush for any creature unfortunate enough to wander by, which just happens to be me. But in this case, I think it's the rock spine who is going to be unfortunate. <laughs> okay, and please. The fearsome bear surge meropod, its armoured husk, and dozens of spiny legs perfectly camouflaging it within the cave interior, surges towards you, its deadly mandible snapping wildly. As the rock spine crosses between you and the cave mouse, mouth, effectively cutting off the only path of escape. You draw yourself into combat-ready stance, prepared to fight this fearless predator to the death. This is a massive rock spine. We're going to fight. Okay, this is the first time I've done an old combat with the revamped combat system. Begin combat. This Wokstein snaps to his deadly jaws. Keeps us snapping. Okay, it looks like it's the same. I assume he probably had to manually manually program in programming in the parcel dodge parcel dodging and things. Right, you've slain your foe. 37 XP. The Wokstein rears up as if about to attempt another strike before suddenly suddenly toppling over into a twitching, oozing heap. The deadly creature, which long preyed upon those who wandered into its lofty lair, is now dead. Breathing heavily, you step back from the corpse, thankful to have survived the brutal encounter, but not surprised. Okay. The cave is less spacious than its gaping mouth seems to indicate, and the air is filled with an overpowering stench of decay. The remains of a massive rock spine lie here in a heap, from which rises a sharp, nauseating odour. Let's search it again. Nope, nothing of any further interest. Suddenly, the back of the chamber, partially obscured in a pile of walking debris, Oops, you discover a, a rotting leather pouch. You pick up the pouch and open it, surprised to discover it contains a thick silver bracelet. After casting the pouch aside, you carefully examine the bracelet, chasing your fingers along a series of intricate symbols engraved along the outer edge of the brand. band. It's an, it's an unidentified silver bracelet. Let's just view it. A series of intricately engraved symbols adorn the outer edge of this silver bracelet. After securing the un unexpected find in amongst your other belongings, continue your search of the chamber. Search it one more time. Nope. Okay, it is done now. I'm just going to check whether... That item's already on the wiki. And it is. Yep, okay. Leave the cave. Continue up the stony track. Moving cautiously, you continue to climb along the stony track, winding your way ever closer to the tall summit 
and the monument that crowns the jagged peak. Here, the track climbing to the Chaw's sheer rock face is quite narrow, barely three feet wide, making any attempt to continue your climb a perilous proposition. So, obviously, attempt to transverse the narrow ledge. Suddenly, a low rumble reaches your ears as the narrow track beneath your feet begins to vibrate. Struggling to maintain your footing, you shoot your gaze upwards and behold a torrent of what, rock and earth cascading down upon you from far above. For a split, split second, panic grips you and you find yourself unable to move. The next instant, however, instinct takes over and you spring into action, desperate to avoid the deadly avalanche. So, I can use fortification or just get out of the way. And now, there's no option to stand there like an idiot and let rocks fall on you because Zoop isn't an idiot who will. That, that, doing that just doesn't occur to him. Use fortification. He succeeded. 8x speed to fortification. You hastily channel your power of fortification. With only seconds to spare, a shimmering field of violent sparkles arcs over you, forming a glittering dome into which the full force of the avalanche smashes. A decaying, a, de a deadly rain of earth and stone castates harmlessly off your magical barrier and tumbles down the foot of the tall fire below. I hope there's not anyone down there. When the danger has passed, your summoned shield abruptly vanishes. Here, the track clinging to the tall sheer rock face is quite now. Yep. Okay. The, the narrow ledge is marred in places from being struck by the avalanche you managed to survive. Attempt. Okay. Take two. Leaning on, leaning into the shoulder of the tour, you cautiously edge your way along the narrow ledge, eager to rejoin the wider track several yards ahead. Right, picking a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from agility. 20 from thievery. 10 from luck. Got to get 75 or more, or fall to my doom. 98. Success. You reach the end of the narrow ledge and step onto the wide stony track, relieved beyond measure to have completed the daunting transversal. Pressing on, you continue your climb along the stony track, winding your way ever closer to the tall summit and the monument that crowns the jagged peak. At last, breathing heavily, and with your legs beginning to ache, you reach the top of the stony track, and step onto the summit of Lilith's mountain. As you wind your way through a maze of jagged stone fingers, that jut up out of the ground at odd angles, a massive shadow falls over you. Looking up, you behold, the towering monument of Lilith, a statue erected in honour of the age's most illustrious adventurer. Of one of the age's most illustrious adventurers. Okay, I hope 
I hope it was safer to get here for the for the stonemasons. All right, you're standing at the summit of Lilith's mountain, a daunt, a towering tor that rises like a giant fang out of the hard hills. Its daunting, jagged peak appearing to rend the sky. The centre of the broad square of flat ground on which you now stand is an ornate stone pedestal. Perched atop the massive base is the magnificent monument of Lilith, a gargantuan statue that crowns the tour, soaring upwards to a truly astounding height. Make your way over to the monument. The impressive statue of Lilith, a towering monument erected in honour of the legendary adventurer, depicts her clad in her famous vest of so sorrows, fabled obsidian boots, and the magnificent raven bone helm that bears her name. Her plated white foot rests on the head of a slain giant, through whose chest protrudes protrudes a conjured spike. Depicted on a slightly smaller scale, through, lack, through lacking none of their gruesome detail, are three giants moving in to attack the fearless heroine. From those outstretched hand erupts a deadly ball, ball of magical fire. The last grim sight, the trio will ever behold. Ooh, that, was that like four statues? That's a lot of work for... Wait. Control F. Uh, uh, well, there's, there's, there's someone who's given me a chisel. Oh, I think I stored it. Okay, I'm, I'm going to check. going to check. Yes, it's old... It's Uradroth. Uradroth is is probably who made this statue. All of these statues. That's a lot of work for Uradroth. Especially considering these statues are enormous. And they're so far out of the way. I assume he had some sort of magical help. You know, like, like he, I don't know, some sort of mirroring, magnifying magic, where every, he, he just carves a regular statue and anything he does on the regular size statue happens to the full size colossus statue. Something like that, maybe? I don't know. I'm not a stonemason or a wizard. Which means... I don't know how you make gigantic statues in the middle of nowhere. Yes, well, presumably, it just takes a lot of work. An expression of fierce determination dominates Lilith's chiseled countenance, ledging credulence in engraved verse that adorns the statue's chest. Here stands Lilith's, Lilith, greatest of adventurers. Let her deeds inspire all who follow her on the path to adventure. Yeah, 
You're staring up at the impressive statue. You're immediately mindful the many tales, most now legendary, that extol the heroic exploits of Lilith, an adventurer, adventurer whose deeds and accomplishments will long be remembered throughout the North Broadlands. Now, if I look at the inscription, you there's you can get you can go up. It, it mentions if you climb this monument, you can get another one of those those wave and bone cubes. That's how I got the first one for climbing. I've, I've got one of them somewhere. Well, maybe not on this account, but on some on some things. Okay, so okay, cube, cube, cube. Maybe it's, yeah. Uh, well, I got something anyway. I definitely, I definitely got. I, I climbed one of these monuments before, and I got something. Maybe I didn't save it. Anyway, back, back from the statue. Anyway, move away from the monument. Okay, descend the tour. You prepare to descend from the top of Lilith's mountain, hoping that the way down will prove far less perilous than the climb to reach the summit. Suddenly, your keen eyes take notice of something etched onto the base of a tall, nearby shoulder of rock. You're surprised to discover the etching on the shoulder of the rock is actually the outline of a cleverly concealed door. As you draw up to the door, it suddenly swings silently open, revealing a narrow stair that spirals down into darkness. Engraved on, on the back side of the open door is the following. A less dangerous way up and down. Well, I guess I'll descend the hidden stair. As you step onto the stairs, the stone door swings silently close at your heels. With your dependable light source scattering the gloom, you slowly and cautiously wind your way down the stair, taking great care of the placement of each and every step. After what seems like an eternity, you reach a broad land you reach a broad landing and a towering stone door at the bottom of the stairs. You gently pull a wooden lever to the left of the door, and the massive portal swings open full of the darkness with the dazzling light of the outside world. Thankful to once again fill your lungs with fresh air, you step out through the open door and onto the stony ground, the base of the tour. Now, presumably, Lilith mainly dug this passage so Iwadroth could just, you know, make his way there safely to build the massive statue. And it's available to any adventurers who've actually made the climb once. The secret door closes silently behind you. After checking over your equipment and taking a few minutes to recover from your exertion, you move out of the pinnacle sprawling shadow and make your way over to the lower to the lower hills. Now I could climb again. Okay, I could go via the hidden stair or attempt to climb to the summit. I'm going to climb manually because I want to show what happens if you use restoration on the bridge 
but I'm going to pause until we get there. I'm at, I am now at the bridge. Time to use restoration. You call upon the pa your power of restoration. It succeeded. 8xp to restoration. You channel your power of restoration and focus it on the bridge. Almost immediately, your summoned magic begins to have a profound and wondrous effect on, on the dilapidated span. You watch in amazement as the warped and missing planks are restored, the framed ropes are renewed, and the posts anchoring the bridge are straightened. In a matter of moments, the bridge looks as, looks as if it was just built. Yeah. And now I can just cross the, a sturdy wooden bridge, product of the formidable power of restoration spans the opening across the bridge. Despite the sturdiness of the span, crossing the bridge remains a somewhat harrowing experience. The dizzying height to which you've ascended, quite unsettling when viewed through the regularly placed gaps in the bridge's wooden planks, serves to hasten your, your steps as you pass over the span. But there is no risk, because when I heal a bridge, I heal the bridge properly. You bridge a small sigh of relief when you reach the far side of the bridge and step onto the stony track. Okay, now I'm just going to finish that off. Okay, that's enough time around Lilith Mountain. So I've now made my way back to Hawklaw to await the next part of the adventure. I think probably the next thing I'll be doing will be finding the west of those green stone fragments and just seeing what happens when you get all, get all of them. Which might take a while, depending on just how many pieces there is in the full set. I mean, it could be some sort of... could be hundreds, but probably not, because that would get kind of boring, writing hundreds of encounters to find the fragments... Yeah, I don't know, maybe seven? I'm leaning towards it being seven. Well, anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.